When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. On Room 104, Cormac, for you on the show tonight. We may have a slight problem for you. If your partner is significantly more intelligent than you, then there is a very good chance that they're having an affair. But the only good news is, if they're far more intelligent than you, you are also probably having an affair. Great news. So that's according to new research on the impact that uh, intelligence has on a couple's relationship. That'll be talked about a little bit more with the author of the very interesting study a little bit after 11 o'clock this evening. Also, do you sext... Do you send those dirty, filthy messages to someone you're seeing? Do you know the etiquette? Do you know the emojis you should never use? Because there is a specific list of emojis that you should never use when you're sexting someone. So voice author Helen Mercial Thomas, she's going to be on at 10 p.m. to explain everything you know, need to know about doing that right. And also, why did a man rob 126 pairs of flip-flops from his neighbours? I'll explain more on Down With That Sort of Thing. Careful now, a little bit later on. As always, you can get in touch on our WhatsApp 87 this is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM 104. So, big important thing happening today. Do you know what it is, Sersha? No, what is it? Dun, dun. It's exciting. Any, any excuse to play this epic. Do you know what movie this is from? Star Trek or Star Wars or one of them. Oh, are you close? Uh, what movies is from? Incorrect. Something space related. I should yeah, know. Just, I mean, it's it famous. Just, just screams of space, doesn't it? Even though yeah. I, I, I don't know who would have uh, written that, but yeah, definitely does scream of space. Tonight, uh, there is in the next half an hour going to be a space launch from Kennedy Space Center. So NASA are teaming up with, <laughs> sounds like a promo, we're teaming up with Elon Musk's <laughs> uh, SpaceX company. So I they're in a partnership. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. No, but NASA and Elon Musk, they're doing a joint partnership, private space travel. And they're sending some lads up to the International Space Station this evening. And the launch is taking place at half nine. Just got confirmation that from the Kennedy Space Center that we are a go. So we're currently all a go. It still could be cancelled within the next half hour if weather conditions, you know, change or get bad. But at the moment, we are a go. Now, why do you care? Why do you care here in Dublin what's going on over in Florida? It's just for, let's say, for the first time in a long time, if the launch does go ahead this evening at half past nine, we will be able to see the spaceship in the air before 10 from Dublin. <gasps> That's so cool. Yeah, it's random, isn't it? So what's is it going to look like? 
I have to be like a flicker, is it? I have no idea. This is the thing. I have absolutely no idea. So uh, if it, it all goes according to plan at half nine, we may be able to see the spaceship, the Falcon, the Falcon 9 rocket that's heading towards the International Space Station. It's bringing some lads up there. They're really taking their socially distancing to a new level. They're like, we're just leaving the planet until COVID-19 <laughs> is gone. Um, we're isolating in the space station because the world has gone so insane that we can't deal anymore. So uh, at about between 20 to and 10 o'clock, between 9.40 and 10 o'clock this evening, you should be able to look out your window and see it. Now, I'm peeking out my window this evening. Neil Ain Scammel Sespair, Tom Green. See, I don't of- have a window. I'm in the attic. <laughs> Anne Frank over there. I oh, am. Yeah. It's really Anne Frank in the attic. <laughs> right? Well, don't say anything. anything. It might be going. <laughs> oh, no, I, can I, you know? There, there is a skylight, but I think it's just facing up to a wall that's hanging yeah. over. I don't know, but I can't see a thing. So do send in pictures if you see anything in the sky. People are going to start sending in random things like birds flying or... A Ryanair flight that's taken off, yeah. Yeah, Is that it? Yeah. I don't know if that's it, man. <laughs> um, but you will be able to see it from Dublin. Now, I, I don't know which direction we need to look. I'm going to presume look west, whichever way that is to you, because obviously Florida's over that way, and look west. But uh could be in the air. And uh, yeah, I don't know what you'll see. So uh, maybe you, maybe if you have a telescope, because you're a pervert and you're spying on your neighbours, or you have a camera with a decent lens, or you're just going to stick your head out the window. If you do get any snaps of it, will you let us know? Uh, 0876797104. But yeah, that's happening this evening. That's very exciting. Although I'm not jealous of anyone that's going into space. Why not? I'd be terrified. I hate flying anyway on a regular plane. Imagine going into I don't think you would survive too well on a a space rocket. Oh my God, I'd be terrified. You'd be getting up in the middle of it going, I'm just going to the bathroom. Seriously, you can't. There's like 12 Gs on you right now. You'll get smashed into the back of the seat. That's what I mean. And you're all in your spacesuit, so you can't even really be... You could probably wee in your spacesuit, can't you? Yeah, but I you couldn't you cuddle into the person beside you. <laughs> Grabbing you know their armrest, going, sorry. Oh, I'd hate it. It'd be so scary. No. Yeah. There's people that would pay huge money to go, and I'm like, I would pay to not go. Uh, do you know what I'd love to do, though? I'd love to do that uh, zero gravity thing that you can do in planes. Did you ever see that? No. So it stimulates, stimulates, simulates. It stimulates oh, yeah. you as well, maybe. It simulates uh, the Simulate, zero G, yeah. Uh, yeah. like in space flow. So you, they bring you up in a plane and then they do these big kind of long curves. So they, they go up for ages and then they just kind of free fall straight down for a while. And then because everyone's falling, you're all weightless. And then it feels as if you're uh, like you're floating. Now, you see, I'll do that on something in the, on the ground. You know, someone said that if you want to get over your fear of flying, that you need to go to one of those simulator things where they, you know, you're, you go yeah. in and you know, you experience turbulence. But I will know that I'm actually on the ground in a simulator thing that's pretending to be high up in the sky. So that, I wouldn't be scared. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'd only be scared if I was actually up there and it was happening. So I don't think them things work. But I certainly wouldn't go up on a plane and let that happen. Why would you pay for that? I think you you should be scared? I think you should do flying lessons. You should get over your fear. Flying lessons is in me learning to fly. Yeah. Now, would you be more look, comfortable if you were like in control? If you had your hands on the actual, I was going to say steering wheel. What did it say? Joystick? <laughs> they don't have a steering wheel. They don't have a steering wheel and indicators and a clutch in a plane. Oh what do you call it? Oh my God. I don't know what it's called. But have you ever seen me driving? Have you seen my car? Oh, good God. Actually, it's maybe that was. So I'm taking that back off the table, actually. Yeah. No, you never. You've seen, yeah. 
Now I do know a pilot, and obviously you just isn't you kind of just take off and land, and then in between you're just oh, you're, handy, you're absolutely handy. In between, yeah, you're just you're there on Instagram taking selfies, posting stuff out, going, don't tell anyone. You lock exactly. the door, you go for a nap, and then you're like, oh, grand. But I think if something went wrong, oh, I'd panic. I'd just be I'd be useless in a in a situation where there was some kind of I don't know incident or something terrible. A friend of mine went up. Uh, for his 18th birthday, his uncle brought him up. His uncle had a personal pilot's license, private pi- pilot's license, and could fly those tiny little, two little, two-seater Cessnas that you take out of, uh, what's the airfield called? I know the one you're talking about. What's the airfield called? Mm. The one that everyone goes to? Sassu. No. What is the airfield called? But it's here. It's in Dublin. Or just outside Dublin, isn't it? Oh my God, they're going to do my nothing. What's the name of that airfield that everyone goes and does their lessons from? Anyway, he was on that and he said his uncle showed him one of the things they, they taught him during his lessons was, uh, you know, how to get out of a stall. So what he did was he, he pulled the the he pulled the nose of the airplane up really, really steep. So it went up and up and up and up and up and then it just stalled and the button started going crazy. And then he turned the engine off. And this is in the middle of the air. And he turned the engine off and he was like, what are we doing? And then the plane just started falling down. And then Stop. he just threw the nose forward and then turned the engine back on and got out of it. Because you obviously no. have to be able to get out of those things. Terrifying, no. he said. Uh, like, absolutely not. Not if you paid me. I would have a heart attack. Like, the thoughts <laughs> that makes me ill. Anytime there's turbulence on a plane, I start crying. Every single time. <laughs> like, you, I, I just I, break listen, down. We should never go on a flight together because my sister's the same. My sister's a bit of a nervous flyer. And I remember years ago when we were going on holidays and she's in bits. She's clawing to the seats. And I was just there sitting beside her going, imagine the floor just disappeared. Imagine we were flying and the floor fell out and you died. Oh, my God. It is petrifying. I'd have the time of my life with you wrecking your head. When I was younger and you were allowed to go into the cockpit. Do you remember that? Yeah. Those days where you could actually walk freely in. That didn't help either. Because they looked like they weren't doing anything. Yeah, just sitting there with no pants on going, hey, let's go. No, I hate it. uh, Adrian has gotten in touch. Good evening, sir. Look southwest about 10 to 15 minutes after takeoff. Boom. So uh, you probably have a compass or a compass app on your phone. Find find southwest and look there 10 to 15 minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the person who, Damien, thank you for this, Damien, at Weston Airport. That was the word. Western I was Airport. For. Yeah, Western. Yes. Thank you. Western Airport. Yeah, not Western, the fancy hotel. No. Western Airport. Yeah. So listen, Southwest. Um, it will be like a shooting flash or a shooting star. It'll be right under the moon at nine fifty-three, going across Dublin. Hang on a second. Do we have some sort of astronomer? Nine fifty-three. Oh, what's okay. the story? Right under the moon at nine fifty-three. Do I have a, a compass on my phone? Do compasses n- normally come on phones, or do you have to get a compass app? You probably need a compass app, but they probably have them. Do you have a do you have a compass on, on your phone? What do I think? Mm, no, maybe sure Google Maps. Maybe would Google Maps have a compass in it? Southwest in about a half an hour. So twenty minutes time it looks like it's gonna be taken off. Very Southwest. Cool. Uh, okay, so Southwest, I don't think I'll be able to see it because Southwest is me looking into a wall. How long um, does it take to get to space? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it takes that long, does it? Yeah, it shouldn't take that long, should it? It's only a I'm couple intrigued. of kilometres up. Yeah. 
Let me Google that. How long does, what does it take to get to space? Yeah. Uh, will, will Musk be in it? Hopefully. Uh, hopefully it blows to bits. My God, now you can't be wishing death on someone. Oh God, Although I'd say, it. you know, you could throw a few other people in it. A few people. Yeah. Who would you love to throw in that uh, shuttle and send to space for the next while? Who's doing your head? Maybe it's your neighbour. Uh, let us know. Oh, it's 767 uh, It's a good thing that they're going at night so they don't get burnt by the sun. Hi-o. That's a good joke there. <laughs> uh, standard space joke. Um, Gary says, Saoirse, welcome back, Saoirse. Thank you. Um, missed your last night. Uh, Jacinta or Mary says that as well. It is... Oh, you're sorry, so Jacinta, what's Because sometimes mm-hmm. I wonder, like, would you, would you miss me if I was gone? I don't think you would, but it's nice to know someone does. Who would I have to do half the work with? You know what I mean? Can't be doing it ever myself. I'd go insane. Get an aneurysm. Yeah, true. You would, actually, yeah. 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 So uh, there we go. Listen, keep an eye out for it. If you do see it in Southwest, about fifty, about, about nine forty-five to between nine forty-five and ten o'clock, and it'll be interesting to see what exactly you can see this evening. Other good news we must <laughs> move on with is the fact that the news came out today that all of the McDonald's drive-throughs are going to be open from next. <laughs> week. So. Yeah. Fantastic news! I saw something about so, Domino's as well. Don't mind Domino's. Let McDonald's have their moment. You and need, again, you sorry need, Burger King, you got nothing you out balance. of this. No, poor Burger King, you needed to close and reopen. That was the whole point. But you didn't do it, so it's your own fault. But McDonald's, every single yeah. one of them is opening. So um, they expect them to have them all open by next Thursday, the 4th of June. And Beautiful. they're starting between Tuesday. So from Tuesday next week, they hope to have all the... All the other ones open, so an, an, an extra 51 restaurants will be opening with drive through So the ones around, I, I want to make a note of the, the ones around Dublin. Thankfully, Blanche is going to be open. That's the one beside me. Oh, yeah. So Blanche, Kylemore, um, is there one out in East Wall or near There's the East Link? one in East Link? Wall, yeah. I haven't um, gone yet since it's been opened because I'm, I'm hoping that the queues will die down a little bit and then I'll go. Yeah, yeah. So the, the ones that are currently open at the moment, Kylemore, Tala. Eastwall, was it Artane or Malhide Road? Artane as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're all going to be open from next week anyway, which is uh, happy news. So between Tuesday and Thursday, still being uh, restricted to the spend limits of 30 quid and there will be a limited menu and reduced hours. So they were opening from 11, was it 11 a.m. to 10 p.m.? They weren't opening after 10 p.m. anyway. So if you're near a, a McDonald's and you've been looking forward to getting one, one, it'll probably mean... The queues in the current six that are open at the moment should die down a little bit uh, and the rest of them are open. So the 51 around the country will open, but the main ones main ones in Dublin anyway, the rest of them will open. So if there's a drive through near you next week, it's coming. So we can all be extra happy about that and go, yay, well done. So good news. Good news, yeah. Brilliant news. Good news uh, on, on that front. Uh, still to come a little bit later on the show. So at about 10 o'clock, you're going to be hearing from a woman who will explain sexting etiquette to you. I did not realise there was an etiquette to it. It's not really something I do. But maybe you're trying to keep things interesting. Uh, maybe you're trying to keep uh, yourself occupied. Uh, she'll be on the way at about 10 o'clock explaining the do's and don'ts of that. And also, why did a man rob 126 flip-flops? <laughs> it's not a nice reason why he why he uh, stole them. I'll tell you about that and the rest of the weird news on down with that sort of thing. Careful now. Here's Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. This is the latest from them. It's called Stuck With You. You're listening to FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. 
still to come after 10 o'clock. Dirty, filthy sexting. Do you do it? Do you know how to do it? What's the etiquette? No one knows. Well, one person knows. She did a comprehensive guide up on uh, Vice and she'll be on the show a little bit after 10 o'clock explaining the do's and don'ts and how to do it and how not to do it. So if you're looking to spice things up or just, I don't know, keep yourself from some form of boredom, she'll be on the way after 10 o'clock. This evening, got a good text in there from Kev. I want to read out. We're chatting this evening in about... 10 minutes time there's going to be a space uh, space launch from Kennedy Space Centre over in Florida Elon Musk is uh, hashtag teaming up for a brand partnership with NASA and he is uh, sending up a couple of teams of people to the International Space Station I should say a couple of, couple of people a couple you know of astronauts what, We've just gotten a message in there so conflicting reports saying just heard that NASA won't be flying today Oh no don't tell me they cancelled so, I don't know Leon if that's true or not we haven't uh we haven't heard anything else, but hopefully Let me have a quick look here. Oh, no. Two Friend. minutes ago, yeah. Damn it. Really? Thanks, Leon, for the breaking news. Leon, so there, our space correspondent. Leon, we go live to you, Leon. <laughs> Why? Today, Why SpaceX crude launch has been scrubbed due to weather. So apparently uh. the Army or the Air Force, whoever was looking at the weather, said there was a 60% chance of uh, bad weather conditions this evening calling off the, the uh, calling off the launch. And it looks like in the last couple of minutes, yeah, uh, AccuWeather Astronomy says the crew launch has been scrubbed due to the weather. The next launch attempt will be this Saturday at 3.22 Eastern Time. How annoying would that be for them if they're already prepped to go and then you're just told, nope, not today. I mean, you thought the leaving cert preparation was bad. You're about to be blasted into space and you're an hour away. Literally, literally 10, probably 10, 20 minutes from stepping into your suit. I'd say they're in their suits, ready to go. And then it was told, uh, no. (laughs) Now, I know astronauts probably aren't the moany, complainy type because they have to be... You know, I'd say they have to be like OCD when it comes to problem solving and anything that comes in their way. They can't just go, for God's sake, why does NASA just give us predicted space grades? I don't care anymore. This is stupid putting it off, right? So um, I I imagine they're just so cool, calm and collected that they're like, okay, grand. Yeah, let's let's get back on it. Let's 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 sort out the next problem. Yeah. Look, it's better safe than sorry as well, isn't it? Uh, oh, definitely. God, when it comes to that. So, uh, but I know um, Trump had flown out there as well. Uh, there was a huge media presence. There was that the, they were all driving out there and doing obviously their their interviews beforehand. So yeah, uh, everything has to be perfect, otherwise they're not launching. But that's frustrating. I thought we were you were not going to see a no. spaceship in the nope. skies this evening. It'll be Saturday, which might be It'll better be actually. By the way, because if it's Saturday, you might have your barbecue out the back or your fire true. pit and yeah, grab a couple of true. beers. You'll be outside and, uh, anyway. Now, though, you probably aren't meant to be outside. So just sit back on the couch. Yeah, just You're lock yourself away. Lock yourself away and don't think about it. It's absolutely fine. Thanks for that, Leon, though. But there you go. That has been cancelled, unfortunately. I thought we were going to see some stuff, but now we're not going to see some stuff. But your luck, um, these, these things happen. Uh, good evening to uh, Kev. We were just chatting there about, uh, obviously, about the space. Um, the space launch, but also you can do that zero gravity experience on a plane where the plane will obviously shoot you up and then do a nosedive and you'll experience free falling, which will feel like zero gravity and looks looks like good crack. Kev messaged in saying, my dad worked for Aer Lingus when they took delivery of their first 747s. They, my dad went along on the test flight. He said <laughs> there was stalls, nosedives, turning engines <sighs> off, gliding. Oh my God. No, no God. way. I would not be well after that. I'd, I'd probably never fly again. 
I used to have a, a 206. The worst car I've ever driven in my life was a Peugeot 206. And it had this, it had this habit. Was it 206 or 306? The 206, the little girly car that you get when you're going to like UCD and you're a girl yeah. and you go out there and it's the, it's the first car you get. How about those? I actually bought it off my sister. Um, but when you're driving down the road, right, it used to just turn off. So you would lose all electrics, you would lose all power steering, you would lose all ABS brakes, and you'd have to like turn the engine off and turn it back on while you were on the road. Most dangerous thing I've ever Very done. But imagine yeah. doing that in the plane. <laughs> wow. No, I couldn't. Ooh. Well, at least on the plane they're Ooh. doing it because they can control it. Your car was out of control, clearly. No, but my, my, my car is on the ground. My car is on the ground. You know, it, 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 but you, you could roll to a stop if anything happened and banging the hazards on the hazards probably didn't work but it, you know you could roll to a stop that what was your outlet thinking Kev that would terrify me because a, a 747 is huge you know stalling it's not like you can a, the small little two seater planes that are nimble enough that you can kind of fix and maybe turn around and, and get back going again oh my god he said he was never a good flyer after that. I love this as well. There's such such an Irish thing, right? He goes, they also landed in Knock Airport for tea. They weren't supposed to, but the pilot didn't care. <laughs> <gasps> That's kind of funny. I like that. That's a good story. Brilliant. I can just see it now. A big serious test with all the engineers on board going, oh, we do, yeah. Is anyone fancy a tea? Because Knock is yeah, it's just, like, oh, who's in Knock? Being? Yeah, no one will be yeah. here. We'll go there. My auntie works in Knock Airport. I haven't seen her in months. Do you mind if we just land this seven? Yeah, grand. Yeah, happy days. Thanks for that, Kev. That's gas. Yeah, a few other messages coming in. Yeah, um, the launch has been postponed. Listen, uh, that's bad news, but a reminder of the good news here this evening. Uh, McDonald's, all drive throughs should be opened by next Thursday. Limited menu, 30 euro cap. Job done. Happy days. So uh, the next launch, yeah, the next launch as well is taking place this Saturday as well. So we should be able to see it if you look southwest. Um, and as soon as we know the uh, as soon as we knew the new launch time, you might be able to see a spaceship flying over Dublin this weekend. Happy days! Still to come on the show, uh, a guide to sexting, and also if you're if you are more intelligent, significantly more intelligent than your other half, there's a strong chance you're cheating on them. But there's also a strong chance they're cheating on you too. All will be explained a little bit later on after eleven. In the meantime, we'll be talking about the gentleman who stole 126 flip-flops. Why did he do it? I'll explain that in a little bit. We'll have uh, music coming up from Dua Lipa shortly, and then after the break, the weekend with Blind and Lights. It's FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, Cormac and Sir here. How's you? Let us know what you're up to tonight. Just um, off the back of that promo there for Al's show on Friday, I found out something that shocked me. You'll never believe oh. uh, what I found out on Friday. That we found out on Friday about Al Gibbs. What did we find out about Al Gibbs? Do you not remember? On Friday? Yeah. Um, no. Okay, so what is the most, I suppose maybe for a certain generation, if you're maybe 25 and up, what's the most iconic Irish dance song of all time? Maniac 2000. Yep. Who wrote that? Mark McCabe. Al Gibbs. No. Yeah. Did I know this? I think I, I knew don't know. I didn't know this. I didn't know he said he, he, he wrote it. He gave it to Mark McCabe. He says he hates it now. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. He's a bigger legend than I ever thought. It's, it's on the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Is it? So if you, you go over to... Oh, my God. Um, He's Main... Maniac, he's 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 quite genius in the background, pulling all the strings. Wow. Maniac two thousand. 
Let's put it, see if we can get it on Wikipedia. Let's see. Where am I seeing this? Look at this, look at this, right? Here's Maniac 2000 on Wikipedia. This blew my mind. I was like, oh my God. We need to put a a statue up of Al Gibbs in the studio so people can pay their bloody respects to the man. Um, Maniac 2000, a song produced by Simon Fitzpatrick, Tim Hannigan, featured vocals performed by Mark McCabe, Shelley Buckspan. Yeah. Melody of Michael Sambello's 1983 song Maniac, which is a cracking 80 song as well, by the way. Uh, oh my God, rap- sorry, sorry. And a rap written <laughs> mainly by Dublin's Al Gibbs. Or what? What? How do I not know yeah. about this? What part did he, what part did he write? And also the, the, the movie Eight Mile is loosely based on Al Gibbs' life as well. <laughs> I can't believe this. Songwriters Al Gibbs, Mark McCabe and other people. Wow. Yeah. God. And see, Al Gibbs gets first billing on the songwriters there as well. He was the main writer. And Al is my friend. Like, I write to Al. We talk. Now I'm, like, talking to a famous person. By the way... You're going to get all I'm awkward sorry. now. Oh, hi. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, what's wrong with you? Like, no, nothing. Sorry. I just really like this song, Maniac 2000. I've heard of it. I was I just mean. walking across the dance floor. You know what goes on. <laughs> oh, it's such a tune. That never gets old for me. Like, that always gets me in a good mood. I love it. I, uh, when we were on the old school tour, school tour to France back in the day on the boat, um, there was a DJ, there was like a teenage disco and the DJ only had like, literally only had four CDs and he put a shout out to people going, does anyone have that Maniac 2000 CD? He played it 13 times in like a two hour period. Yeah, and he yeah. should have. Doesn't, doesn't get old, ever. I should listen to that back to back. Actually, I should listen to that tomorrow. That's what I'm going to listen to on my walk. Oh God, yeah. Um, a couple of messages in here about your dodgy cars, by the way. You're more than welcome to keep sending them in. Um, my friend used to have a car, and we were the indicators. And we used to have to stick our hands out the window in the direction we were going because the indicators were broken. Wow. God, that's bad. That is grim. Uh, in that same car that I had, I had a car that used to just turn itself off. So it, it would generally happen when you were kind of slowing down. It was a Peugeot 206, and when you'd be slowing down, let's say you're coming up to a roundabout or just a junction, and you'd be kind of slowing down, the car, the, elect- the electrics would just die. So the lights would go out, the power steering would go, the whole thing would die, and you'd have to turn the engine off and turn it back on while you were driving. Um, that same car, didn't have a lot of luck with this car. I was driving out of town, uh, going home one night, and, you know, in and around the St. Patrick's Cathedral, Christchurch Cathedral area. Yeah. Where was I coming from? I was trying, I was doing a little sneaky um, behind one of the hotels there. Anyway, it was just behind. I went over a bump in the city centre, basically, and I just heard this metal clank. I was like, oh, God, what's that? And uh, the, the brake discs or the brake pads fell out of the front wheels because they were so worn down. And now that's obviously my fault because I didn't change them. But they fell out of the wheels and I had no brakes on the way home. There's a mechanic listening right now who is having shaking with fear. Yeah, having a stroke because people like you were driving around. I'm not even that bad. Oh, it was terrifying. Now, I, I was able to drive slowly with the hazards on and I was using the handbrake to kind of uh, to, to slow down. But I just remember hearing the clank and going, what was that? And then trying to brake. Now, luckily, like the traffic was heavy enough. I wasn't going too fast at all. And then I realized, oh, oh, God. Now, did you yeah, only drive good. it that once, or did you go, Ash, it'll be fine, I'll just drive it tomorrow as well, because oh, I need yeah. to get to, you know, the shop? <laughs> yeah, I, was just, I left it there for six months. I was like, I really need to get the brakes <laughs> put back in that car. And no, but even worse, I used to, when I was um, 
playing football back in the day, like an under 10s team, the manager's breaks, the exact same thing happened to him. And we were driving, I don't know, all the way out to Lusk or something. And uh, we, we, there was like six of us in the back of the car and his brakes went. And he did the same thing. He was there trying to brake and he was using a handbrake to try and drive. And we were all like, what's going on? He's like, it's grand, don't worry about it. So <laughs> that could have been a slightly Terrifying. different story. You think you yeah. would have learned, no? Uh, no, no, no. I, I didn't, uh, didn't learn at all Jesus. that evening. Danger to the road. I am a very safe driver. I would never drive my car unless it... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. was in perfect condition. Said no one ever. <laughs> My car's literally falling apart. But it's not breaking down or there's nothing what's it called like serious wrong with it mm-hmm. just visually it looks a bit knackered but like it's grand mm, when I was 18 I was flying for the first time with family and a young kid near me shouted look ma'am smoke on the wing oh that'd my. be a little bit terrifying oh my god he said it turns out the plane was just going through clouds <laughs> oh it does kind of look like smoke actually when it does go through uh, do you know what else? If you're really panic, if you're really panicky flyer, you know when they're just about to take off, it yes. looks like there's steam in the cabin that they're pumping in and you yes. might mistake it for smoke. You'd be like, Ugh. I think they're or, adding moisture back into the air or whatever they're doing. Or sometimes it gets really hot. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the air vent thing doesn't open and then you start getting really claustrophobic and you're thinking, I can't breathe and it hasn't even taken off. Um, I Yeah, take off for me is the worst part. Yeah. God. At least landing, I kind of know there's an end. But take off, I'm like, is it going to go up high enough? Is it going to split in half? They're the questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a perfect, that's a brilliant strategy to get yourself freaked out and uh, yeah. traumatised while you're flying. Megan has gotten into it. Good evening, Megan. Megan, I think you might be a worse driver than Saoirse. This is impressive now. This Did is really impressive. No, she just says, I've snapped my brake discs in half and lost a pad too. I drove the car for three weeks before I was bothered to do something about the noise and then discovered the half a disc and lack of a... My God, Megan. I don't even know what half the stuff you're saying are. They're important, you know. They're slightly important for slowing down. Oh, you know as I said, actually... it's, it's, it's Harry. My apologies, it's Harry. 
um, your phone's dead. He's texting off Megan's phone. Harry, good evening. You are up there with one of the... Like, like how did you stop? How did you... Do you not think that they need to teach you a little bit more in your driving test? Just because, I'm just going to put this out there, I did my driving test a long time ago, but I was never, in the four times I was tested, I was never asked to look under the bonnet. So I don't know what the hell is under the bonnet. Uh, uh, I I can't remember if I was. I remember I was uh, really nervous going in to do my test and I was sitting in a, a tiny little starlet at a 95D starlet I bought off a nun and she had put in power steering into a great little car, 1.3 litre engine for a tiny little starlet. Absolute whopper, right? But uh, she goes, it stands out in front of you and it's like, put your indicators on to the right and put your indicators on to the left. So she put her hand out for the indicators on the right and I just I just put the the wipers on. <laughs> She's going to freak it out. It never oh, goes, oh my God. No. Such an idiot. Yeah, it's easy for that to happen. But yeah, uh, I couldn't tell you. I know there's an oil stick or something. I don't know what it does. I don't know. Uh, don't the oil stick is it. for beating the guards away. You take it out and you just go up the road, really. You're not giving me a ticket now, Mum. But I don't even know how to open the bonnet. I don't even know where the thing is to open yeah. it. I have no idea. I just get in and I drive. And if it works, brilliant. If it doesn't, I'll cry. But that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> Oh, uh, there's people listening that are going, oh my God. I'm not a dangerous yeah. I'm a very good driver. I am a good driver. Please say hello. Please say hello to Orla and Paul, who are meant to be married tomorrow, but it has to be cancelled due to COVID-19. Oh. Uh, very sorry to hear that, Jacinta. Orla and Paul, hello. Have you rescheduled? Have they rescheduled? Are they just going to get it uh, legally married or whatever? Let us know. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a awkward tough. situation with th- things like that. They need people. Uh, it's only a recent thing to look under the bonnet for your test. Recent as in five years ago or so. Really? Because I don't really? think I looked under. under. How many years uh, have you, do you have your full licence? Um, would it have been five years now? <clears throat> like I should have done it obviously when I was 17, but I didn't. So mm. uh, I think I did it the first time when I was probably about 21. So that's 10 years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I think I passed it maybe five, six years ago. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't, I don't think I had to look under. I don't think so. I can't remember. Um, yeah, But I listen. remember at the time it was raining, so he was like, Asher, it's grand. He asked me, <laughs> did I know what was going on under the bonnet? I was like, of course I know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I want you to take questions. me for here, pal. Come on, you <laughs> idiot. Really? Are you serious? Uh, if only he knew. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening. Cormac and Sir here with you on FM 104. Still to come after 11 o'clock. Is your relationship in danger because of your intelligence levels? Apparently, if one of you is far more intelligent than the others, uh, they're probably having an affair. But the good news is that you're probably having an affair as well. There's a big gap between intelligence levels. Extramarital affairs are more likely. More of that explained. And exactly what a... Uh, what is it, a sapiosexual person is on the way a little bit later on. Um, we still have to talk about the man who stole 126 flip-flops that's on down with that sort of thing. Careful now, in a few moments' time. Do you have a question for us this evening? Though, I do. It's a very interesting one, actually. So, more than 160,000 pints of Guinness are lost every year due to what? Oh, well, COVID-19 would be my answer. <laughs> but like now, they're just lost. We have to be put no, them down. They have to be uh, ho- euthanized. Hopefully only this year. But every year, more than 160,000 pints of Guinness are lost every year due to what? That's a lot of Guinness. 
That's a huge amount of Guinness. That's a huge amount of pints. Um, is it from terrible barmen not knowing how to pour a pint properly and then when they top it up, it just spills over the edge and you're like, for God's sake, man, do your job properly. Yeah, that's a good guess. It's not that, though. But I can imagine okay. a lot of um, pints are thrown out due to, obviously, people not pouring them correctly or maybe people dropping them. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Is that the obvious one, just people dropping them? No, that's not it. Not it at all. Now, this only applies to men. Oh, because yeah. Guinness is a man's drink and you're not allowed to drink it if you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. No, it's absolutely got nothing to do with being sexist. It's just... Um, it's just something that you guys have that we don't. <laughs> so more than 160,000 pints of Guinness are lost every year due to what? Where are they going? Where do you think 160 pints of Guinness are going every single year? Let us know. Take a guess this evening. I Pull love out your phone. this. <laughs> I just got a message in from Niall. People drinking them. <laughs> in fairness. God, I don't know where that Guinness went. I'll have to get another <laughs> one now. My God. It does happen though. You only lose track and you're like, oh, sure, did I have did I have a Guinness there? No, I, I don't remember. I'll get another 10. Um, so that's, that could definitely happen that you forget. But uh, it's not the answer I'm looking for. 0876797104. Always drink responsibly, but try and figure out where the 160,000 pints of Guinness get lost every single year. Um, let us know what you think it is. We'll take a couple of the guesses after the... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Still to come on the show, the etiquette of sexting, sexting the do's and don'ts, the emojis that you should use and the ones you most definitely should not use. That is on the way. A little after uh, 10 o'clock this evening with an expert who has done a, a complete guideline to it. Now, though, we would like to know if you know the answer to this question, Saoirse. Yes, so more than 160,000 pints of Guinness are lost every year due to what? So due loads of messages coming what? in. Yeah, it's not knocking the drinks over. It's not pouring a horrible pint where you need to throw it out. It's not, um, what did Niall say? Drinking them? No, it's not that. <laughs> There was another message that just came in there saying, is it pissing it out or urinating? Uh, oh, goodness. It's it's not that answer, no. No, thank you for that, though. Not the right right one. Sarah, good evening. Sarah's WhatsApped in on 0876797104. Is it from finding the perfect pint after opening a new keg and wasting two or three pints because nobody wants to go for a pint again straight out of the keg. Apparently, they're not allowed to serve the first couple of pints from a keg as they have to release all of the gas. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Guinness folklore, like, I've worked in a pub for a good few years and, I mean, yeah. Am I wrong in saying, though, that if someone had a keg of beer, would the first pint not be the best? No. fresh and stuff. No. Like, beer as well. I'm not sure about Guinness, but I know beer... Um, like the first and last, I just the gas might be set right or the keg might be all over the shop. You might just be getting a load of foam. You know what I mean? Oh right, okay. Like you, Actually, I don't know. Have you ever gone to a, a, a party at someone's house where they've bought a keg? Yeah, I had it for my twenty first. Oh, did you not have to get rid of like the first ten pints because the gas and everyone was all over the shop? The glass is a foam for everyone. I I let one of the lads control all that stuff, so I didn't see you. I and I don't drink. Pints. I like Guinness, but I, I didn't actually um, have any of the beer that was there, so I didn't know that. That's interesting. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the, the worst one is the keg of smithics, right? At the end of a keg of smithics, when it's like you just finished your last point, you have to let it run, but it comes out like thick 99 ice cream. It's just, no. it's just all foam and all head and you're there for ages. And it just starts having convulsions into the bucket or whatever you're, you're putting it into. And fun um, fact, that's Joan the Moan's favourite drink. Smithics, is it? Yeah, she loves it. Oh, she's such an owl lad. She's such an owl lad. So she have she it with a Guinness football. head. I say she loves it with a Guinness head and a packet <laughs> of bacon fries. Know. Yeah, probably actually. No, she'd have King Crisps. That would be her uh, choice. But yeah, that's what that's what she drinks responsibly. Everybody, by the way. Yeah, always, always drink responsibly. We're not even talking about drinking. We're talking about where you'd find the lost drink. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. One hundred and sixty thousand pints every year are lost to this one particular thing. And you were saying, Sisha, it only affects one of the sexes. It does. It only affects men, unfortunately, and it's it's actually tragic. Like you'll be so sad to hear this. I don't um, want to give too much away, but is there is there any other guesses coming in there on the WhatsApp? Is it leaving the bit of Guinness at the end of the glass? Oh yeah, a lot of people do do that, don't they? Even with regular pints, why do people do that? Well, there is the uh, I can't remember what the term for it is called. The is it the leaving? I can't remember what the term. You, you know, there's some of obviously when, when you've drank the Guinness to some on the inside of the glass. Obviously, when the head has kind of obviously gone down to the bottom, so there'll be some yeah. Guinness there. There'll be some left, some left at the bottom. Um, that is in from Alan. Um, is it leaving a bit of the Guinness at the end of the glass? No, it's not. But that's a good guess. It's got nothing to do with the answer, but it's a good guess. I like that. Uh, Peter has said, is it cleaning the lines? Yeah, you'd probably lose a hell of a lot of points cleaning the lines, yeah? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. So as I said, this is only to do with men. And not all men, by the way. You have to have this particular thing. Okay. Um, it is not, it, with a lot of answers coming in saying, is it down the jacks? It's not down the jack, Suzanne. Thanks for that. I hope you guys are keeping well. Um, let me see who else is in here. It might surprise you, by the way. It will surprise you, shock you, horrify you, and probably get you to do something that you wouldn't have done otherwise. You'll never believe. Click here to find out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh, it, this is an obvious one from Megan slash Harry. Is it the slop tray under the tap? Oh, yeah. I'd say a lot does get lost there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is a great answer. This is a great answer from Shane. I, I imagine so, Shane. This is, I hope this is right. Uh, is it women throwing their pint over men? <laughs> I've actually seen this happen with Guinness in particular so many times. Oh, that's a heavy, heavy pint. <laughs> it is, and it usually happens in a pub for some reason. Yeah. It's not the answer, though. Oh. 160,000 points of Guinness. Imagine getting thrown over you. <laughs> Every year. Boy. Imagine all that beautiful Guinness being wasted. A lot of bold boys. Um, no, it's not yeah, the answer. Thank though. you, oh, Peter, for that as well. The, yeah, the SpaceX lift, which at the NASA flight, which we thought we would see this evening over Dublin at about now. It was meant to be in our skies this evening, southwest. Now it's been cancelled. Uh, Monday, or not Monday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday is the next launch one. Uh, keep your guesses coming in. The question again, Saoirse, is? The question is, more than 160,000 pints of Guinness are lost every year due to what? Cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.